Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith that is ultimately about inspiring hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this at mygatewayfellowship.com. Now, I was in Orlando, Florida. There's a, it's not as like the Grammys, for, for, but it's, it's, it's in that category uh, for music artists. And I was just walking around minding my own business, and then they said that there is a party going on, and that only 50 people are allowed to come into this uh, party at a private suite. And so they said, do you want to come? And so I'm like, oh, sh- okay, I'll come. And it was so funny. Let me tell you how bad it was, y'all, because I'm, Pete will tell you that I try to sing the songs and I sing, but I don't know who the artists are. And so I'm sitting on the couch at this party. And this guy and I are talking back and forth, and we started talking about fishing, and, and we're going back and forth about fishing. And then he was like, man, you know what? You come to Nashville, you need to just come to my house. You need to just come over to my house. Here's my phone number. Took out my cell phone, put his phone number in it. And I'm like, oh, that's a nice guy. And then afterwards, someone said, do you know who just gave you their private cell phone number? Said, no, I guess one of the guys. That was Michael W. Smith. <laughs> And so I think the Lord blesses me because I don't know who these people are. And so I wanted to rub this in Pastor Pete's face just a little bit. Y'all forgive me. I just flew back in at 1 o'clock last night, got home, 2 in the morning, and some saw me at a church service. So I've been all around, but I just got to share. But the thing I'm excited the most is that um, we had a chance to tell these people about Gateway, and that has been the most exciting thing. And just about everyone we talk to has made some type of commitment that they want to come here to do an event with us. And that's the part that I am just thrilled the most about. And so I decided I, uh, to rub this in Pete's face just a little bit. And so Kyle, let's show some of these people. All right. Does anyone know who that is there? That was me last night, y'all, believe it or not. <laughs> night before last. All right. Let's click to another one. Pastor Pete. Y'all know who that is? Pete, you know who that is? <laughs> That is Toby Mack. <laughs> Let's see if we have somebody else. Who is that person, Pete? That is Chris Tomlin. Oh, Pete. Oh, no. <laughs> and I think we have one more. Oh, this here is, oh, Pete will love this. This is a movie star. She's going to be in a movie called Grace. Uh, uh, you remember You remember the title, Jatesh? I think it's Upward Grace. It comes out in next month. It's going to be a fantastic in theaters everywhere. But she is a devout Christian. And uh, you will be, she will be here hopefully uh, the late October to come visit us here. She'll be doing a, a movie premiere. And uh, just a sweet Christian who has just really given her heart to the Lord. And so you would just love her. And Pete, I think we have someone else here. Is there one more, Kyle? That's it. We saved it for Pete. But we want to invite. Now, Pete, ha- Pete has a favorite artist in the world. And his name is David Crowder. And I'm going to invite you to go to our website at WGT, well, myfellowship.com, and you can click and hear what he said about Pete. I'll leave it at that there. And so, and so once again, uh, we just want to thank you for being a good sport there, brother. <laughs> Let's give Pete a round of applause. <laughs> 
But friends, that's what we want you to know, that we are part of a big ministry here. That many times we look at and we look around, we don't see. But friends, what we're doing, um, it's really the word is just getting out. And let me just tell you what we're doing. Those who don't know what makes us so special. This is a safe place where you can come to that it's a judge free zone. You come here, we don't judge you, we don't try to sign you up and, and trick you into baptizing you, anything. You come here and just simply worship God. No more, no less. Now, those who want to go deeper, our book recommendations, our church recommendations, we're here. We'll do that for you. But as in the worship service, we're just here to just worship God, friends. And this is what the Christian artists are just loving. Because even they say when they go somewhere, there's a catch. They have to sell so many CDs or so many. And they know when they come and do stuff with us, they're just coming because they're able to just do ministry. And that's what everyone just kept saying. We just keep hearing that uh, when you have artists like we had uh, Rebecca and Brad, um, they just uh, just thanked us so much that they said, you just don't understand for us to come and just worship without pressure. That was just beautiful for us. And um, we just want to thank all of you so much for just help making that happen. Let's bow our heads for all. There it is. (laughs) So you make sure y'all tease Pete about that now. And that is a crazy guy. That's all I'll tell you. We're going to be bringing him here in January. And so um, uh, all I can tell you is, as I'm talking to him, they had the little fish, those little, little fish, little cracker things. Goldfish. He starts putting them in his pocket. Just put them in his pocket and says, I'm going to eat these later tonight, man. I'm just like, (laughs) he is just crazy, a crazy country boy from Tennessee. And so, um, but you just, um, you'll just be surprised at the worship music that this guy brings out. It is just, just unbelievable. Some saw him at DC Fest, just absolutely unbelievable. But um, we got a chance to really be good friends and he'll be uh, coming here for an event with us. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer as we get started. Dear Lord, I thank you again so much for just allowing me to be a co-partner with you today. And Lord, I just asked in a very special way that you take self out of Terry Johnson. Always, Lord, help me to remember that if there's anything good in me, it's only you and you alone. And so, Lord, I just pray that you will use me for these next few minutes here today as we talk a little bit about something that you have given us, and it's called grace. In your name we pray. Amen. As you know, we have a theme every month. And we've been basing our themes off of books for this entire year. The book that we would recommend that you get, that you can follow along with what we're talking about, is a book by one of my favorite, favorite writers, Max Lakato. And the book is entitled Grace. Grace. Friends, what is so unique is that I don't think sometimes we can even comprehend this. Is that imagine if someone has just walked up and and given you your dream car. Whatever your dream car is. Someone just tell me what their dream car would be. I heard a BMW, Jaguar, Austin, Austin Martin, Hummer, Rolls Royce, which we saw the other day. 
Just imagine that. Just, just honestly think about that for a few moments. If someone came to you and simply said, I want to give this to you. Preethi, it's yours. And you'll say, well, what's the catch? What, no, no, there's a catch to this somehow. I said, no. just want to give this to you. So Preethi, they reach in their pockets. They find their keys. And they give it to you. How would you feel? If you really knew there was no catch, you'd feel great. But friends, there is something greater than a car that has been given to all of us. It's called grace. I don't think we fully understand the gift of grace. Grace is a free gift from God that he gives to all of us. Grace that says that I have messed up in my life and, and, and God can say, well, let my grace come down and I will cover you and I will forgive you. As Pete said earlier, we all messed up. There are some of us who messed up just before we walked in this building today. And the only thing that we have going for us is God's grace. And you have to understand that, that grace is a free gift. You can't you can't earn it. You can't work hard to try to make it. It is a free gift that God gives to you. And friends, I'm here to say today. That what you don't want to happen. Is to look back in life. And you look and say. I had that opportunity. And I didn't do it. All God said is, just just, just just, come to me, and I'll give you that grace. It's funny because the word grace is everywhere now. And it's everywhere so much that it doesn't even, uh, the meaning of it is not as deep as it really should be. In fact, we, we, we find out that, that banks give us grace on loans, that credit cards have grace, period. Politicians have what they call a comeback grace. Uh, music people even talk about a, a musical grace note. Hospitals may take all of our monies, but they have the word grace in their hospital. Grace memorial. I mean, the word grace goes on and on. Even people are named grace. Even churches say the word grace. We sing about grace in our songs. We talk about grace in our Bibles. And even preachers preach about grace. Notice this quote from Max Lucado. Max says that we talk about grace like it's no big deal. We have turned grace into a wimpy word or phrase. So much that everyone just throws the word grace around. Well, listen to the true definition of grace. Grace is simply this. I love this. There's three definitions. Uh, The first one is that it's an unmerited divine assistance given to humans for their regenification. Second, it is a divine virtue coming from God. And thirdly, it's a state of sanctification enjoyed to people from God. That's grace. 
All that boils down to simply say this. Is that God's grace. Is a gift. It is a gift. Something that he puts out before all of us. There's a story in the Bible that talks about this grace. And I'm just going to read this uh, story to us. It's from the book of Luke, chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. And uh, we have well, talked about this here before, but I want to take this from a different angle for our next few minutes. And it says here that Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger said to uh, his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe phantom in the whole country, and he began to be in need. Verse 15. So he went and hired himself out to, uh, excuse, out to a citizen of the country, who sent him to the fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. Verse 17, I love the way it says this. When he came to his senses, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. And he ran to his son threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. And verse 22, grace. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they begin to celebrate. If there was ever a story in the Bible, that demonstrates God's grace. It's a story here. You see, we are that son. We mess up. And God has every single right to say, you know what, I'm not going to bless them anymore. Y'all better thank God that some of us aren't God. Because if I'm, you mess up, you did it, I'll be all right. You know what, Preeti? You cut off. <laughs> That'd be the end of grace right there. But instead, God 
finds us where we are. And I like to say that grace is there looking and waiting for us. Friends, have you used God's grace to give it away to someone else? Are you like some of us would be and say that, you know, I'm not going to, that, that person, they messed up, they didn't call me back, they didn't do that, I'm not. The father had every excuse to say why he should have been mad, why he should have been angry. But instead, he let grace take over the situation. And it's funny because one of my favorite ministers, um, and this is a minister um, um, uh, that was originally from around here, and I won't mention names or anything, but it taught me a very valuable lesson. Is that this minister was very extremely high up there. And they discovered that he had not been as faithful as he should have been. And he was removed from office. I mean, it was a big shock. I mean, it was this huge. Even the Washington Post wrote an article on it. Huge. And that should have been the end of that minister. That should have been it right there. But something happened. And let me tell you what that something was. There was a little small church of only six or seven people. They read these articles about that minister. And they decided to meet with him. And they asked him questions and different things, and and they saw that he was really sorry for what he did. And they decided to have him become their senior pastor. That minister was rebaptized, and he was part. And then, all of a sudden, this minister started to get popular again. And this time, it was popular in a church. The church ended up growing and growing and growing and growing. That has all, I think right now, it probably has 14, um, 1,400 people attend every, every week. But then the thing that hurt me the most is that if you listen to this minister's sermon, he is one of the hardest preaching, you can't go to heaven preachers that I've ever heard preach. And I've been wanting to sit down with him and say, brother, do you understand what grace is? The only reason you got back to where you were was because of grace. God's grace. And that's what I want to share with us here today is two simple things I want you to remember. One. Remember, grace is a free gift. God's grace is a free gift. Don't ever think that you have messed up so much that you can't have God's grace in your life. Yes, there may be consequences to what you did. You may have to deal with those consequences. If you're honest about it, God will help you get through that. 
but you still have God's grace on your side. The very second thing, those who have received grace should give grace even more to other people. How can I have God forgive me and then I'm mad at somebody because they didn't do this or they did that or whatever? It doesn't make any sense. Friends, you need to be the grace that people see. You can confuse them. You know what? I, I, I did them so they did me so wrong and, and they should be mad at me. But why is that guy still nice to me? It's the grace they want to see. And trust me, I'm not saying just to roll yourself out and let people walk on you. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that type of thing where you can't move on because you can't forgive another person. That's what I'm talking about. And there are many of us here in this room that the grace that God wants to put on our hearts and the blessings that he wants to give us, we can't move on because we won't give grace back to someone else. And the good news is this, that even if you struggle with that, God says that he will help you. So you don't just have to do it on your own. He will help you to be able to forgive, to move forward. Because I'm here to say, friends, I can give you scripture after scripture, but I just want to talk to you today. That if you can't forgive other people. God says that you can't get his forgiveness. If you can't give grace to someone else. Then you don't understand the concept of grace then. And so therefore you can't receive the grace that God wants to give you. You and your hearts, you know what you're going through. You know the grace that you need. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.